0: moving on, I feel in my heart to share this. Turn with me uh, to Matthew chapter 27. Matthew 27. If you have your Bible, turn with me to 27th chapter of Matthew. And we will just uh, pick some verses here and there. But I just have one, one verse that this morning, it stuck deeply in my heart. I want to share that and wrap it up with the the communion. Okay. Wonderful. Father, I just want to thank you for this uh, wonderful opportunity of come have given to us to come together. To remember, Lord, this could be an awful Friday if you didn't come and send your son. That's why we call it good. So we thank you, Father. Anoint my lips. Take control of me. I surrender it to you. Deliver your word to your children so that your name alone be glorified. You alone get all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me to uh, uh, not Acts uh, Matthew twenty seven, and this is where we're gonna uh, we're gonna spend a few moments there. Uh, you you know the story twenty six ends off with the uh, with Peter who said Jesus I'm never gonna leave you and then here Peter just said you know I don't even know Jesus. So he started even cursing, you know, and the Bible says in chapter 26, verse 74, it says, then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. So anyway, that's 26, 27th chapter. If you come to Matthew, you will see that uh, how Jesus handed over to Pontius Pilate and uh, he was uh, swapped instead of uh, Barabbas uh, and the soldiers mocking at Jesus, and you hear the whole story, and then eventually it ends off with this very graphic scene, Jesus being, uh, you know, crucified on the cross. Uh, He dies and buries in Joseph's tomb. That's the whole uh, chapter of 27. We don't have time to dwell verse by verse, but I just wanted you to read uh, just one particular verse, and that really uh, got my attention this morning. And, uh, and and this is the verse. Are you ready? Chapter 27, verse 45. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, and this is an Aramic word. I'm saying it in an Indian Tamil accent. Eli, Eli, lama Sabakthani, which translates... My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Okay, so the scholars have put together their last seven sayings or the words of Jesus. So we we, we are not gonna uh, go into all the words and it's up in the screen in the chat. You, you can find it there. I'll put it up for you so that you can copy this or you can even uh, uh, use this for your uh, devotion you know so this is going to be helpful for you you know so let's uh, let's see how i can copy this and put it okay so hang on a second yes so it will it, it'll be helpful for you to uh, to meditate on that okay it's up here so all the seven sayings the first one was the father forgive them they do not know what they do and then it's recorded in luke i truly say to you today you will be with me in paradise with a guy who actually made that shortest most powerful prayer lord remember me and then he calls john and he says hey this is your uh, uh, mother and then he tells his mom this is your son and then the verse we just read, is the fourth saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then he says, I am thirsty. And uh, he makes this Greek word, which is actually a business transaction called tetelastai. You know, again, I'm pronouncing it differently than any proper Greek would do. And uh, basically he says, I purchased you. It's done. It's finished. It's it's done. You know, it's like we all go to... uh, we all go to Chinatown and then Atul sneaks in uh, and to wash hands, but he goes and pays the bill, uh, which he has done that a f- couple of times. And then he says, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's done, it's done. You know, that kind of thing. It's a business deal. You know, it's finished, purchased, complete. You don't have to worry about it, you know. And then the last but not the least, father into your hands, I commit my spirit. So all these... Uh, <laughs> uh all these uh uh probably you wouldn't mind saying that thing uh, he wanted to keep it i thought i would say that as an example anyway all these seven sayings represent seven things what the father forgive them talks about forgiveness uh, you know today i'll say to you you'll be in paradise talks about salvation you know my my mom, look at your son, son, look at your mom. That talks about relationship, constant care. And then he's crying out that sense of rejection, you know, deserted. You know, he was never forsaken. All of a sudden he's forsaken, you know. And then he's in this distress, you know, moment where he was like, Man, I, I'm 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 in agony, you know. And then and then he comes out as a triumphal. Conqueror says it's completely done, and then finally eternal a reunion with him, with the Father. Okay, so all these things talks about. But I just felt in my heart, we don't have time. We'll just dwell on one verse. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And this is the thing that hit me the most today. This morning, I was just sitting here with my family. The Lord has blessed me with uh, with the communion in my hand. It just hit me. I'm a father to three beautiful children. I don't know whether I would put any of my children in a place where I would give their lives for the sake of the world. I I don't know. I mean, that is beyond my father, punitive, logical interpretation. My mind could not get it. And I was just awestruck and I said this to Isaac and Asha. I said, "Guys, I don't know would Daddy would ever do this to you, or for Isaac, or for Asha, or for Ruby Grace. I would never think in a million years do that for somebody else." But here we are sitting here, and that's why I say Good Friday would be an awful Friday if it is not the Father God decided to say, "I am choosing." You over the dead body of my son, Jesus. And that love, I don't know. That love is beyond my logical interpretation. That love, I cannot comprehend. That love is it's something it does inside of me. All I can do is bow on my knees and say, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. And this is the cry. And, and many scholars believe this, uh, that there was a time that even Isaiah records this in Isaiah 53. That, uh, let me quickly get that because it's so beautiful. I just don't want to mess up uh, any words uh, that is beautifully written there. It says, uh, our faces, we hit our faces from him in disgust. And consider him a nobody not worthy of respect. And that's what sin has done to to Jesus. He was sinless. The Bible says he never sinned. He was the only one that did not even born in sin. We were born in sin you know? So that's why even David says, in sin, my mother conceived. And here was Jesus, get this, I mean, it's just, it's going to blow your mind. Here was Jesus, a spotless lamb of God, as you know, nothing, there is nothing absolutely as sinful in him. And God sees that world that came out of the first Adam, full of sin. He takes that everything dumps it on the son that had no sin, complete without blemish. He covered it and the Bible says, it became so disgusting, we hid our faces from him in disgust. And that rejection made Jesus to cry out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My brothers and sisters, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but maybe somebody listening on Facebook or on YouTube, I don't know, or later am in the podcast, I don't know. But this is the point, I want to nail it. My brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit is inviting you to this deeper revelation that it's not a name change. It's not just a salvation prayer that you come and receive Jesus. Now you got a ticket to heaven. It's not something, a new religion. It's not something for you to have a name change. It's an invitation from the father, from the first Adam to the last Adam, so that you who are out of the garden can be back into the family through the blood of Jesus. That is a great invitation. That invitation has been given to us freely. You know why? Because we can never pay it. We can never pay it. Man tried it from the first Adam. He's been trying it. Through the fig leaf religion, he's been trying to fix it, to come to God on his terms. That's why we have so many religions. That's why we have so many denominations, that we have so many doctrines, that we have so many rules and regulations to reach out to God on human terms. And here was Jesus saying, my life is not just for you to take out from death to life but my life is given to you so that your life will be absorbed 100% with my life so that you could live with me. Paul says this in Colossians, you are co irs with Christ. You are seated with him in the heavenlies that you could be that sons and daughters that God designed you to reign with him. That for me is beyond Christianity that for me is beyond going to church that for me is beyond doing something regularly on a routine mundane basis amen does it make sense if it makes sense put an amen to that on the chat so that i would be encouraged <laughs> i need encouragement because i don't know whether you are you are encouraged or not amen so that's the whole point so this is where it gets it gets me here the son of god cries out Why have you forsaken me? You know, I play this game prank with Isaac. I know it's not a good example to say. Please do not. If you have kids, don't practice this at home. Okay. I, you know, he goes into the room. I close the door and I shut it pretending I have locked him in. Okay. Again, confession number one and disclaimer, do not practice this at home. Okay. (laughs) So I shut it. And, and you like, daddy, open the door. Daddy, open the door. And I will be standing right there holding it so tight so that he cannot open it. He feels like it's locked out. <laughs> I know it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Some of you are like thinking, is this guy my pastor? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so I'm holding it. And you'll be like, daddy, daddy. And then you'll be like, oh. You know, this for us, it's like split seconds, maybe five, 10 seconds. And I'll be right there. And then I'll open, and you'll be like, Daddy, why you make this joke? I mean, even this morning I did this, and that's when this bulb light went on, you know. And uh, like, this was not like that. This was a, a moment where Jesus was not able to even be approached. God looked at Jesus, and he's like, This guy is covered with the sin, and he could not handle it. He has to go to the cross. And that's where. The sinless last Adam cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken? And he was this thirst to see that connection back with the Father. He says, I am thirsty. And then finally, nobody killed Jesus. He gave up in obedience to the Father. And he went to the death. And we sing the song, death could not hold him. Why? Because the death could only hold all the sin, all the kits of the first Adam. Why? Because first Adam swapped the leadership. And the last Adam came. Death thought, oh, I can swallow this one also. But the last Adam was seen in the deathbed. And the death looks at it and says, I cannot touch this. There is sin on him, but there is no sin in him. That's why 1 Corinthians 15, 55 says, Death has been swallowed up in victory. Thanks be to God in Christ Jesus that we have overcome death. Come on, say hallelujah (laughs) or put hallelujah on the chat. This is how we are redeemed. Guys, it's not some prayer. Say this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my heart. I make you Lord and say, I make you Lord and say No, 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 no. This is what really happened that we were destined to death, brought to life. We were sons of the first Adam, destined to death, brought to life by the last Adam, who had no sin, but brought life in us. What a privilege. Amen. Amen. This is good news, right? No wonder it's called Good Friday. No wonder we call this Good Friday because thank God it is good because Jesus made it good. Amen. Now, I want you to receive this impartation of this revelation. How many of you are blessed? Amen. Say amen or yes or hallelujah. I need you to participate in the chat so that I can know what you are feeling it. Okay. So how many of you are blessed? So I want to pray with you. This would be an impartation prayer. What is that impartation prayer? That this revelation will not just stay as an information. Then you will be just a puffed up Christian. We don't want that. We want an impartation that you walk not a religious freak on planet earth, but a radical lover of the bridegroom Jesus. Amen. He is not looking for religious freaks. He's looking for radical lovers. That means you are you are in love. You know, I'm married 13 years. My love for my girl, I mean Eunice, is greater every day. It's growing every day. And it's so beautiful. And that's that's what he's is is he's longing for. He's not longing for that. You would go to church, you'll attend you. Make sure you give your 10, percent not 9.5, 10, percent so that you are safe. No, he, he longs even more than that. He wants that radical intimacy. Someone said intimacy means into me, you can see. Amen. I'm almost done. You know, it's not going to be far. You know, so we have some communion cups here so if you do have communion I uh, you know I, had, I have a privilege of carrying this everywhere we go and uh, I, I forgot to carry it so I arrived to Germany and I asked do you have communion cups my friend yes they said we always have and you gave me a box full of them. so I carry this with me all the places it's a privilege so anyway so now we're gonna take this how are we gonna take this not because oh it's not a magic. As we take it, everything is going to get well. Now, we're going to remember, this is what happened. I, my neck was supposed to be there. But he said, no, you can never. The blood of the bulls and the blood of the first Adam will never get the sin paid off completely. It can only postpone. That's why God said, I'll send my son so that the last Adam can abolish death and swallow the death in victory. That is what we are taking here. Let's take grab of juice, bread, come to the table. Let's sit. Thank you. If Sharon, you are there, if you could uh, unmute yourself. And uh, you know that song, Death Could Not Hold You. That song, you can sing and Patrick can play the, uh, how do you call it, the guitar. Yes. Thank you,
1: Jesus. Thank you, Father. Mm. Yes, yes, I'll sing, I'll sing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just posture our
0: hearts towards Him. Thank you. Yes.
1: Yes. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. And death could not hold you, the veil tore before you. You silenced the groans of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again, and you have no rival, you have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. For yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. Thank you, Father.
0: Yes, Lord. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. Let's take the body of Jesus. Let's examine our hearts. If there is any unforgiveness, bitterness, lies of the enemy that we build up in our mind, just let it go. Any first Adam stuff, that we holding on to. We just say to Jesus, Jesus cleanse me. Completely heal me. Restore me. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. The Bible says, He took the bread and He said, this is my body. Eat this in remembrance. Of. Let's take the body of Jesus.
2: Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday through our Homeless Feeding Program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Vellore We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.